Hey everybody, welcome to this board game life episode number 44 titled The Jargon. This is the show about board games, tabletop gaming, which is kind of the same thing, but we'll go with that as well. Um, or anything else we want to talk about, but we'll try to keep it to games. I am one of your fine hosts for tonight. My name is Rob, and with me, I got my good buddy, Mark. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Hello, everybody out there. Welcome to the game. Yes. <laughs> that is the podcast. That is the yes. show. The, the shoe. A really great shoe. Episode number 44. And, uh, yeah. the Let's see here. What does the jargon mean? We shall see. We shall see. But I got uh, questions, Rob. That's all I can say is I got questions. All right. All right. I might have answers. <laughs> I don't know. You better. I might have questions too. Don't make me go but, to Google. <laughs> but no. Yeah. You don't want to or go to Bing. The Bing. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, chat GPT or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, this is not a tech show, but. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan. I'm not. I'm a little worried about that future. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. There's <laughs> lots of possibilities and lots of lots of possibilities for misuse. Let's. Oh, let's yeah. Just, let's just say that. But anyway, um, so here, let's talk about uh, some stuff that we've gotten uh, to the table lately. I'll I'll start uh this time so uh i had a, a little impromptu get together uh with um i'll say like an early gamer i don't mean like a five-year-old i mean just somebody who has been resistant to playing board games uh with his family <laughs> in the past <laughs> his brother i guess likes Catan and uh ticket to ride uh oh this guy that's about, that's about as far as it goes and then i introduced him to some more stuff so um i brought a bunch of games over we wound up playing azul again that's a guaranteed hit uh ganshan clever or uh, that's pretty clever i forget what it's called in english um that's so a, we, that's pretty clever yeah that's pretty clever yeah because there's another one as well oh okay there's like a sequel to it um, that has another similar name. It's like, that's more clever or something like that. But anyway, oh, okay. so, uh, so we played that and then nothing else got to the table. So it, um, it kind of worries me a little bit because, you know, I want to expand. I want to, you know, go out into different games as well. Cause, uh, you know, uh, previously when I used to play with my wife, that was the thing. It's like, we'd always play an old game that she knew. And then we play something new, which drove her nuts because she wanted to play stuff that she knew how to play and was good at, right? as opposed to learning something new every time. And I, I I'm sure you know what that's like, right? With oh yeah, your family members and stuff like that. And some people are very resistant to like learning new stuff all the time to where i just say suck it up <laughs> and learn it <laughs> it it's it's tough though because even like so what what was it we were playing um well even myself when i'm playing something new usually the first time through it i don't like it because yeah. i don't know what i'm supposed to do right right but usually by the end of that first one some of the mechanic depending on how hard it is 
some of the mechanics might be starting to click or it's like, oh, okay. And things like Azul, as I've mentioned before, it's like, then once you get through that first game, you're like, okay, okay, I get it. But then as you're playing more and more, then you're like, oh, there's more to this. I can now block them. You know, you're starting to expand and learn, you know, more, I guess, strategic ways to play. And yeah, and it just makes it even more fun the more you play it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And that's when you really discover the depth of the game, right? Like, you know, we'll use Azul as an easy example, right? You know, it seems very mechanical, very simple, or or like you played Splendor a couple weeks ago, right? Where it's a very basic game, right? But then once (laughs) you start playing it a couple of times, you see the strategy in it. Like, to me, the strategy in Splendor has always been like, when do you switch? from building your um what is it like the money engine to switching over to the point engine you know doing the point grab right Right? because that's like the key the key thing and there's there's a bunch of strategy where in the beginning it's not very apparent and same thing with azul where once you if you play it first time around you really don't plan to do your verticals or your colors you know you're just filling in spots on the board but anyway but anyway so going back to what i was saying it's like you know i always want to push something new because i'm a pusher i'm a board game pusher because <laughs> i've got so many that i want to play and it's a fine line with some people though it just you know it's like you don't want to turn them off totally until they're hot. I, I, I got yeah. a great recommendation for you, Rob. What's that? I want you to go back and I'd like you to listen to this podcast. It came out two weeks ago. It's called This Board Game Life, Life Episode oh, 43. I've heard such good things about that show. Yeah. So episode 43, they talked about these two hosts, which are like the best. These guys are so cool. But they were talking about like how to get into a, like a gaming group, oh, you yeah. know. So I just want to throw that recommendation out for you. If you, you know, you, you need to find more gamers, you might want to check that episode out and see how to find a gaming group. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Thanks for recommending it. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. So you, you got all the great ideas. I have been yeah. having a lot of fun with, I'm, it's something I am so grateful and glad that I did. Um, and I talked about it before how it was Mm -hmm. so basically traumatic for me to do, like to go through that, but I did it. And now it's like, I'm running a couple groups. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's just my games have, my games have expanded. I, Mm -hmm. I got to learn new stuff. I'm really diving in social circle too, right. In some respects. Yeah, because it's like you've been we've been locked in our homes for so long. And yeah. you know, I work from home. I've been working from home going on Forever. 13 years. And I mean, yeah, I'm in my 13th year of it. And it's uh it really changes. Um it's really weird how I have become like so kind of antisocial and not antisocial, but like not not as eager to get out there in the world and meet people and do things. Um, so it's really impacted me. It's not like before. Mm. So, um, 
I'm really glad to have this and meeting new people and the group is growing and the different types of games are growing. And yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. I actually had someone reach out to me today, invite me to, um, a game. Um, well, you know what? I'm cutting in on yours. You still got more games. What did you play? What I had to say didn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I, I suppose I should mention this. There's some tragedy. I'm really upset about it, though. So, so when I got back, I made a little stack on the floor of uh, the games that I took. I had them in a bag, and I, I made a stack. And then... I was getting some games and the stack fell over and I just left them there because I was carrying some stuff. And then when I was walking through that area uh, later on, Uh I accidentally tripped on something and I stepped on my box of uh, Downfall of Pompeii (laughs) with my heel and then the front of my foot like the ball of my foot went on to the ganshan clever box no yeah so i crushed i crushed one corner of downfall of pompeii which i think is it's been out of print for years which i'm kind of mad about and ganshan clever i mean that's a cheap game it doesn't matter but still it's I'm beyond the point of I, I used to have to have everything be pristine. Like yeah. oh, my boxes can't have even like tiny little nicks or shelfware on them. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm past that. I, I don't really care about that stuff anymore. But the fact that my downfall of Pompeii now has a heel imprint in it, that, that bugs me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it's, yeah um, and the corners are accord- accordionized it. too as well. <laughs> It just it just shows it's the love. The game is well used. That's all. It just means yeah. it's if they're pristine, that means they never get played. Exactly. So and, the, the yeah. point is not they're not meant to be display items. They're meant Most to be taken people, out of their yeah. box. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah no, tr- truly they are. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it sucks. Uh, I know. I yeah. I got a package in a board game this week, and they had sent it like in a soft package and mm-hmm. when i took it out it was kind of dented in one corner and i was like no you're killing me and i was like yeah oh, what's it matter what what who cares <laughs> yeah so but it does bother me so i know what you mean <laughs> yeah it's like okay you i know. gotta go take maybe i'll go buy one from target or something and then i'll take yeah. my other one back and say oh yeah. this one was dented i didn't notice it yeah. i'd like my money back <laughs> yeah or it's like buying your can of chunky soup that's got the dent in it. It's like, yeah, oh, this, this isn't going to taste as good. Whatever. But anyway, um, other than that, uh, you and I also played uh, uh, Jaipur. I think that's how you say it. It's not Hypur. Jaipur. That's what I call it. Is, yeah, Jaipur. I, isn't that what, um, I think that's what turned into Bombay, isn't it? Oops. I have no idea. Close the show notes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's a city. 
Let me let me do some. You do some investigation. It's the capital. The city is the capital of Rajasthan. Oh yeah. If that means anything. But are you saying it? I thought it was like I thought it got renamed into something. Oh, or maybe that's I, don't know. I guess its current name. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's a big city. Fun game. Oh, they had three million people as of 2011. How about that? But yeah, it's um, it's a two-player game. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. It's been around forever, and they just did some kind of rework of it. I know you bought it. I I think you got the new version. Um, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the old version is more of an ob- it's more of a rectangular box. Oh, this is like- a pretty it's a, it's a small box. The one yeah. I have. no, it it is, it is a um, it is a small box, but it's longer, like up and down. It's not square. Right, it is not square. It is correct. It's taller. So. If that means anything. Yeah. (laughs) It's second edition from Space Cowboys. I'm pretty sure that's the one that you got. But anyway, it's a cool little card game. Um, It's really quick to learn. And you can play so many games of it um, over and over and over. It's a lot of fun. It's enjoyable. It's Man, this game came out like... You still there? I I still am. I got an alert. Yeah, that, so did I. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we lost the connection. But it, I got another alert that said the connection was restored. So there's that. <laughs> Yay. Come on, internet gods. Be nice to us. Yeah. Please. So... Yeah, but it's a it's a game. Man, this thing's probably at least ten years old. When did this thing come out? Um, looks like twenty ten. So it's a thirteen year old game right now. And uh, it was recommended for the Spiel des Jahres Spiel des Jahres game uh, award in twenty ten. Got a whole bunch of awards after that, but. Uh, yeah, it was an enjoyable game because you like that one, right? Well, actually, you did. Yeah, enough to enough to actually buy it, buy a copy. Yep. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's about it for me. Uh, what have you gotten to the table? So, as you mentioned earlier, I did play Splendor, um, mm-hmm. played some more of that, and uh, really, my daughter and I really liked the game. Um, played more Star Wars: The Deck Builder. Uh, oh, nice. My daughter just keeps kicking my butt. <laughs> are, are they going to have any like expansion packs for that? Or is it kind of like a one I, and done? I, FFG? I'm gonna keep, I would think that they were going to do some expansion packs. I mean, yeah. that's their, that's their mantra. I'm sure there will be. I think it would be, yeah. an, I guess it depends on how well the game sells. Oh, so FFG will have expansions. <laughs> 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 I'm sure they're already done. <laughs> you know, I will say this. I'm a little upset at FFG because I saw the ad on the Facebook from direct from them pre-order. And so I went and pre-ordered the game right from them. I think I paid like, I don't know, 40, 40 bucks. 50 bucks. Yeah. And 
then I got it like a week late. Okay. Like you had your copy already and uh, you had just had gone to the store. To a store. Yeah. Yeah. But, but here's the thing you had yours before me. You didn't pre-order it. You went to the store to get it and you got premium sleeves. Bucks. Yeah. You paid like $32 for it. You got sleeves free with it. I didn't get Jack except to, I, I got to pay more and pay shipping. Um, and then wait for it. And then so I was at my, my big game start of the day. They had the sleeves on them too for the $32. And I was like, you, I was, I was like, all right, I'm not ordering from a uh, online ever again. <laughs> I'm like, that, that, that ticked me off. Like, why did people yeah, who pre-order not get that? Like, yeah. I guess, I mean, it's not really a lot, big deal. Cause I had a crap ton of sleeves. We, we talked about that in a previous episode, yeah. but I'm like, this game's probably going to get a lot of use and these sleeves will fit this deck. So let's do it. So we sleeved it. But I almost bought another copy the other day and I was like, well, I could just give away my one I pre-ordered without <laughs> without sleeves um, to someone in the game group and then have the cool sleeves. But I was like, no, Mark, it's not worth $32 just to buy them to get the free sleeves because now they're not free. <laughs> they don't sell them? No, they were sleeves. all attached to the box. Yeah. I so, just wonder, maybe you can buy... Um, you just can't buy the sleeves, sleeves from Fantasy Flight. Oh, I went can't. to their website yeah. and they don't have them listed. So I don't mm. even know where they're coming from. So, yeah. but anyways, that's just my little complaint of the week. Um, but the game is a lot of fun. I do like it. Uh, yeah. Played some more parks. Uh, played Jaipur, as you, as you said. Um, so you taught me that through BGA. I enjoyed it enough that when I was at my gaming group this last Wednesday, they had it on the shelf. And it was only like, I don't know, $20, oh, nice. I think. So yeah, I was like, I'm getting this. Yeah. But but you know what? And I was like, oh, this is by the same people that made um, Splendor. Yes. Yeah, and I will, Yeah. And I will say I was actually very disappointed because I don't know what it is about Splendor, but those like poker chips. Yeah. There is something so satisfying about stacking them and then putting them on the table and like the sound and, and just, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I love that. Like, mm -hmm. and so I was like, oh, this got the chips in it. They're cardboard. I was like, oh, you yes. have got to be kidding me. <laughs> Cause yeah. I opened it up and it was just nothing but round chips. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh wait, these are all fake. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so i was actually very disappointed i'm like i would i would pay more money if i could get a copy of jaipur that actually had like the poker chips yeah, instead of I, just the cardboard yeah. and i was like wow isn't that amazing how like a component like i like the game i immediately open it and i was like bummed out like oh mm -hmm. <laughs> so well so since you had your little introduction to the chips in uh splendor one thing you could do is that um, there are like poker chip sets that you can buy that are like geared towards, you know, I don't say, well, not geared towards gamers, but they're made in such a way that you can easily sub out components in a game for poker chips. So like I've got this little like metal case that's got just a whole bunch of little poker chips in it with different denominations and then yeah. if there's a game that you really like, you use that instead of the game's currency. 
right? Whatever it is, whether it's, you know, paper money or whether it's like the little cardboard um, or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, chips, you just use the poker chips. So might be something uh, you look into getting. Yeah, that would be, it would be uh, really nice actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm yeah. sure I'm even doing a, a search here and I can see people got, looks like you might be able to may have them made. Um, someone looks the, like they made them for the game actually. So. Jet, jet four. Yeah. Well, so, I bet people are like, uh, you know, 3d printing them. Yeah, probably. Time to buy a 3d printer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Um, that's another whole rabbit hole, by the way, <laughs> with component <laughs> upgrades. Yeah. Like, they'll have like, you know, like if a, if a game has like little ships in it or something like that, you can 3d print ships or you'll 3d print, uh, new inserts for games and card holders. And yeah, it's a whole different thing. Uh, let's see. So I also played, so my shelf of shame game last episode was Godzilla Tokyo clash, which I did get, uh, to the table. And we've actually played this twice. My daughter and I played it twice. There's four, um, Kaiju monsters in the game. Um, one of the things I really dig about this game is like the box art and the cards. They actually have some stuff written in Japanese as well. So it's really cool. Um, I really like the, the artwork in this, in this game. Um, but, uh, it's actually a lot of fun. So you are basically, you're, you, you're in, you have, they have mini figures. So like I took Godzilla the first time and she took, um, I think it's Megalon. Um, and then there's also, um, King Ghidorah and, uh, the moth. Um, Mothra, <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I, the moth. What's its name? Uh, Mothra. <laughs> um, I was I was gonna say Mothra, but I'm like, it can't be Mothra because he would have said it because it's so exactly yeah. exactly. But you you pick one of those, you get cards and stuff, and and basically you're in the city, and so it changes. Like you build the city out based on the number of players, you build it a certain way. I and mean, it's got all these different tiles. So the, the city can be different every time. And then there's these events. So like there's either jets, tanks, trains, um, different things, uh, power, uh, lightning rod things. Uh, so different things. Uh, and then different types of buildings, tall and small and radar dishes, military installations, all these little things you put out on the, on the map so that you can destroy or throw your, your, and you know your opponent into these things and get energy and the energies allow you to do attacks and um, you have defense so basically you uh, and you're basically battling it out with against each other trying to do as much damage to the other person as you can while but while you're taking buildings and stuff out there's this card so there's this kind of um progress timeline where like after the first round, the city starts to work towards this oxygen weapon, which depletes the oxygen from the air to drive the monsters out of, of Tokyo. And it, which seems weird. Cause like, well, then they'd all be dead too, but um, that's what it is. <laughs> and once that oxygen, Details. 
once that oxygen line crosses over the buildings that you have destroyed on the timeline, they kind of work towards each other. Um, then the game ends at that point. So the game can go longer if you're not destroying any buildings, but then that's how you get energy and stuff um, and do damage to the other player. So, you know, we, I, uh, and the second time I played as King Ghidorah and there's some pretty brutal attacks and stuff that can happen. Um, you get some specials and, and it's just a lot of fun. And then like Mothra was different from the other three because Mothra like is a kind of like a friend to the city and can't attack buildings and stuff like that were so it limits that but then they also have like some pretty powerful ranged attacks and they get energy a different way and so um like my daughter i picked um i was gonna pick godzilla the second time too because like he's my hero but i'm like no i gotta play let me try a different character so i did king Ghidorah, and she's like well i'll do the same even though she liked megalodon or whatever his name was um and uh she did mothra no, it's uh it's a weird um a weird monster. It's got some weird stuff mm-hmm. on its on its head. Um I'm thinking a monster yeah. truck then. Let me see. It is yeah, Megalon. Oh Megalon. I don't, okay. Megalon is the name of the, the kaiju, so but um that's the other character. Okay. So, but it's, it's, it's fun. It it was kind of cool to like, you know, pick up a tank and throw it at your, your enemy and stuff. And, but basically you're, so what you do when you cause damage to your opponent is you get to take a card from their draw deck um, as a trophy and the cards have a random value at the bottom. So like zero, one, two, and three. So basically okay. you're trying to take, do as much damage. You're not not damaging them you're they say you damage them but you're not really ever hurting like you can't die like there's you don't die in the game and when we were trying to read the rules that like at first it was like it didn't make any sense because we're like well how do you track damage and what it turned out to be was and then finally it clicked for me and my daughter was she actually really quick with this but this one she struggled with and i was like no i get it look it's like you you're taking what they call a trophy so when you do damage you do it you take a card and then there's a points and then she never sees like i i put it face down and at the end of the game and she does the same so she'll take cards for me um and then at the end of the game once the city has vanquished us from town that's when the game ends and you then you look at the piles and you start adding up your points and then there's the first the king of the monsters token uh whoever has that at the end of the game gets victory points and then you t- you total up uh your trophies so to speak to see who wins um so but it's it's a lot of fun i we really enjoyed it i uh, played it a couple times and uh it was one of those again like the first time we played it it was like oh, i don't know but then by the time we were done it was like you know what i like that let's play it again so we made we made a point of playing it again so we did twice in the last two weeks um also did ticket to ride um got another game of quicks which i really like uh it's a roll yeah. and write um did I talk about Welcome to? I don't Last think you had played it. You were going to learn it. I okay. When we talked last. Love that game. It is oh, really? so much fun. I can't believe I've owned this game for 
let's see, you were here, what, three years ago? And you yeah, brought that? 2020, yeah. Yeah, so, and then I, I remember I didn't get to play, um, but you taught my kids because I was like mm -hmm. sick. Um, yeah, just and, your daughter. Oh, no, no. Okay, I no, think, my, my oldest son, yeah, your you oldest, taught Colin yeah, and Haley yeah, both, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you taught both of them and they both liked it. But my daughter was like, Oh, this is so much fun. And so I was like, mm -hmm. fine. It just never again. It was like one of those, I looked at the box and I was like, I bought it because it was like something you recommended, but it only took me three years to try it. Um, absolutely <laughs> love it. it, but you oh, tried it. Yeah. Yes. So, um, got that one out. Uh, that my game group this last week, um, had a bunch of new people show up and someone brought Lords of Waterdeep, which is a nice. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah board game it's an oldie and but a we 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 played that oh my gosh did i have fun well it was love the game <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you later about <laughs> the evening but um it was the game itself was a lot of fun i ended up buying a copy and the expansion that goes with it and i am like really excited to play oh, this one with my Waterdeep, kids i think right expansion. it's uh skulls it's, i think something like that it's, yeah. it's uh yeah but uh it's uh oh what's it called S some oh scoundrels of skullport yeah that's what i that's meant. it <laughs> yep i know you had it so the scoundrels of skullport so i got both of those in and uh i'm gonna be playing them here again soon but really enjoyed that game a lot um also i picked up so when i was and you know and you know what's really interesting to me is like when I play that game, it's like I lose total, um, how should I put it? Like theme of the game. I, oh, yeah. I wind up going like, yeah, give me white cubes and, you know, yellow cubes, whatever it is, you know, not like, oh, I need my rogue to do this, you know? Right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, the people that were teaching it were like, and some of the other people were like, well, that takes a lot of rogues to do that. And I was like, a lot of what? It, those, those are black cubes, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. I need purple cubes. Yeah. I, I kept saying the same thing. I need orange. I need yeah. purple. I need white. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I, at the end, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. There's a company that actually, like, if you really, really, really like the game, uh, there's a company that uh, sells replacement pieces for it that are actually oh, like boy. mini. They're mini meeples. Oh man! So, so it's like, don't tell you know, me that. I tell. See, I want you to spend your money. <laughs> I am spending so much money as it is. I bought so many new games this just in the last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I I bought. Uh, well, let's see what Star Wars is new. Jaipur is new. Lords of Waterdeep, the expansion. Um, I also bought two versions of Patchwork. Um, two, really? Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I bought. They got a bunch of different versions, but mm, so yeah. I, as I was at the store um, for my Wednesday group, I was just kind of walking around and I saw this and Patchwork, and I was like, man, I've seen, I've heard about this quite a bit. So I picked it up and I was reading. It's like you know the story. Oh, build the perfect quilt or something like this. So I'm like, okay, ignore the story, Mark. You've learned your lesson. Um, yeah. Don't don't worry about the theme of the game look at what the game is actually doing. And I was like, you know, this might be a good one to get for my mother because she actually yeah. quilts 
And oh, like, yeah. so and, at least the and, theme is something yeah. that would interest her right off the bat. Exactly. And yeah. it's a game that probably isn't that complicated. So my daughter and I played yeah, it a couple not. times. No, it's not. It's, and I think it's my first Uwe Rosenberg. Rosenberg, thank you. My first game by him, I think. Yeah. But I've heard he his name a million stuff. times. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and most of his games are actually pretty intense. So, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot that are, I'll, I'll call like the lighter games like this, but they're, yeah. they're good. Yeah. So, so we played that. Um, I'm going to get this probably to my mother this next week uh, and get and get okay. a play, play it with her. And so then, she hasn't played it yet, right? No, she's not. Okay. Okay. But uh, she did play Ticket to Ride. And kicked everybody's butt. <laughs> was that her first time? Yep. Oh, wow. Way to go, mom. Yeah. And then um, the last thing I played was um, I, I, stupid Facebook man, uh, Doomlings has a new Kickstarter. And I was like, so of course I had to go back it. And then my daughter saw that I actually, and they had like a, their, their, their rewards or whatever. So stupid. Like, oh, join the doomlings group post that you supported us on facebook um talk share on twitter share on tiktok all this stuff that's their like rewards i was like this is stupid but i i did do the facebook one and so i, I made a post that i'm back this and my daughter saw it and she's like well we need to play this because i haven't even played it yet and you're already backing <laughs> uh the next one so we her and i played that the other day and it i like the game a lot it's a lot of fun but I, th- I think it's better with more than two people. You can play with two, but yeah, probably it's it's just it it goes by too quick when you only mm-hmm. got two people. I think so, but it's a fun game. I I really like it, and I'm glad I got to play it again. So, but that's what I played this week. <laughs> that's a good list, definitely. And I gotta say it, my daughter and I, and we had a record. We had a 15-day oh, yeah. streak. It got broke on Sunday because I got sick yesterday. And she's like, and she was staying at her grandmother's, but she was like, she's like, I'll come home and play. She did that on Saturday. She came home just to to, to so we could get a game in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, we don't want to break streak. the streak. Yeah. Nice. But then on Sunday, she even called me. She's like, we're going to play. And I was like, I can't. I said, I just don't feel good. I'm already in bed. I'm just so. And then we. She's like, stop by today after school before she headed back over there. But she'll be back tomorrow. But she's yeah. uh, going to stay one more day with grandma. But um, she's like, we're going to play again. And I said, I said, we already broke it. <laughs> we'll play tomorrow. <laughs> so because I was I was doing some with with uh, with her brother today. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, we did 15 straight days. So uh, March is going to have some good numbers at the end of the month. So. Nice, and it's gonna suck when she leaves for college next year because I'm gonna lose my. Not she's really, she's really liking board gaming, so I'm excited. I'm glad she's gonna go to Gen Con with me because I know, right? I think she's just gonna have a blast. She has just really gotten into this, and her and I were talking yeah. about the other the other day when we were playing. I was like, "You're gonna have to get into a board game group when you get to college." So, I don't she'll know if she'll do school that. School everybody. Oh my gosh, she kicks my butt on everything we play. She's very competitive. I remember when we were playing (sighs) um, the uh, Welcome To game. I mean, I could see the competitiveness in her. Oh yeah. She'll sit there and she's like, she won't give up her score. Like, 
welcome to or Jaipur or someone you're when we're we're counting up our stuff and she won't and I was doing something and I I wanted to make sure I was counting correctly it was on Jaipur I said she says what's your score and I'm like would you stop I'm trying to count I said give me <laughs> yeah. a second and she had already yeah. like I looked at her and she's already hit her eyes down she's counting <laughs> mm-hmm. and, I, and then she's like what'd you get and I said you already know <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> oh like but. take that old man <laughs> i want to she is she wins so much she really is this is she's got the knack for it she really you know i'm just like the what do i do <laughs> no and, yeah uh, that's she's got the knack man she's really good at these so. uh, yeah some people are very competitive other people like I, personally i mean if i win it's great but i just have such a great time playing you know, yeah, the social aspect of it, and the, you know, the game itself, and, and everything. It's like I don't care if I win or lose, really. Yeah, winning is nice, yeah. but still, it's it's yeah, it's about the um, like this Experience. last week with the playing that game. I'm like, I really enjoyed the game, and I loved learning something new. And mm-hmm. I think I learned something that we're going to talk about in a minute. But I think I learned what couple I, I think i now i'm keying in on certain types of games that i like yeah so and you generally do have favorites yeah and not all of them are favorites <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that's it for me okay yeah you want to get on with the the main thing yeah so yeah, the jargon, Rob, there's so yeah. many terms in, and I, I'm like listening to podcasts and listening to watching a lot of YouTube and video game or not video games, uh, board game reviews and board game shows and different podcasts that just people talk about all these things and they, they just ramble stuff off. And I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. So I kind of made a list of some things. And of course, when I first joined you on the show, I didn't know any of these. Now, a couple of these I figured out. Sure. But I left them in there anyways. So I want to ask you. All right. Okay. And I apologize to those that might be listening game. that. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I apologize uh, for those that might know all this. I'm not going to go into every type of jargon that there is because it's a crazy ton. But just some things that have stuck out to me that I really like, what is that? So what is it meant by asymmetrical play? That's typically when people don't do the same thing. And what I mean by that is like, for example, when you play, let's say like a star Wars game, like the card game where one side plays the empire, the other, the, what the rebellion. Uh So you have your own like abilities, your own, you know, things that you can do that the other player can't. And and they have stuff that they can do themselves. Or like another game, this is a game called Root. I've heard you of that. that one. Yeah. So in that one, you know, there's different like, I'll call factions. And different factions have different abilities and stuff like that. And you choose a faction. And wait, there was, um, oh man, what's that one? There's one that you play. Is it villainous? 
Is okay. everybody yeah. is something different than villainous? Yes. Villainous like everybody is everybody's different. Yeah. Yes. So that's another one that's asymmetrical, where basically okay. you kind of do your own thing, and it's not like everybody like a symmetrical game would be like if everybody plays the same character and they have the same abilities and they can, you know. Okay. So like old school board games, essentially like you're all doing the same thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's what that is. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. All right, cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So here's one Um, engine building. Like I, I have yet to build an engine. I I don't (laughs) even know the first thing I know it needs oil um you gotta have spark plugs you gotta have fuel air you yeah. know but i have yet to do a game where i have to build an engine yes <laughs> nice one <laughs> but a boom um yeah engine building is usually where you build in i'll call it like an environment i being like so vague with this but you build like an environment to generate something so I guess in a loose fashion, like Splendor might be sort of engine buildery where you're building your like gem engine to buy points later on, if that makes sense. Okay. Do you, do you see what I'm saying there? I don't know if I... Yes. I'm trying to use games that you probably that you've played to give you an example. Oh, no, and that's great. Cause it, it were like, like I'd never, I didn't understand asymmetrical. And then as soon as you say villainous, I was like, boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. It just, <laughs> yeah. Gee, yeah. So this, it does help if it's something I've, I'm familiar, you know, yeah. that I've played. So, mm-hmm. um, or now, like, that- uh, or, or like another way to look at it is like, um, like one of my favorite games is Manhattan project. I think I've mentioned it before. Yeah. And, you have like a factory board in front of you where you're like building this engine of resources and it's like every turn you're just like getting cascading resource generation that you use to get new stuff and man there was there was another one that you told me. I'd... So would would Dog Park or Wingspan be an engine builder if you're because you're know. getting resources to Yeah, but I don't you're not really building anything. You're just getting birds out. Oh, of I mean you don't no, you don't out. have to be you don't have to build something. It's just it's just think of like um think of it like you are collecting stuff whatever that is which in turn gives you other stuff (laughs) how do you like that explanation (laughs) okay so So, a lot so resources are a big part of that okay is that would you say that then so any game like you're collecting resources or stuff to do other things or to allow you to uh, maybe is that Okay. I mean, it's it's like possible, right? So, I just I don't understand. And like, why is it called engine? <laughs> that's because it's like generating something, right? So, like, okay. I'm looking at 
like I'm looking at a wingspan. Wingspan is not classified as an engine builder. What was the other one that you said? Or a dog park? Yeah. Because you're getting like, you you get resources to start, so you buy some dogs. You are auctioning, so there's like an auction phase that you're bidding on the dogs with your resources. And then once you have them, you take, you put them on a lead, you take them on a walk through the park to gain more resources, which in the next turn allows you to go through another auction phase to try to bid on more dogs. And then there's like, if you get, there's all types of breeds. So like at the end of the game, you know, whoever has the most terriers, you know, maybe that's the number one and gets the most bonus points and whoever has the the hunting dogs or who has this, you know, there's all these different types of breeding of dogs that rate different points. So you're trying to, I guess, build towards those end goals. So I looked mm. it up and you are right. Splendor. So I looked up, um, like engine builder and it just says a game in which players actions build on each other the engine you're building is essentially a feedback loop that builds on itself you might acquire cards or tiles that let you acquire more energy or resources examples include spender splendor century spice road and scythe so so i would say that yeah wingspan and dog park are engine builders because you are um, acquiring resources that'll let you to acquire more things, more resources or more victory points or so. Okay. So that I can kind of, that helps. That makes yeah. some sense to me. Yeah. Think of it this way. Like, um, you acquire, let's say cards that you place in front of you and then every turn, those cards generate a resource that lets you buy more cards to place in front of you okay. to buy more cards, <laughs> to get more resources to get more cards. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So the next one I, I understand, mm -hmm. um, and that's because, and this is the one that I, this I think has now become one of my favorites, and that's worker placement. Oh, yeah. I love um, that. Um, that's one of my words of water deep, um, Everdell, um, Stone Age. It's the one, oh, yeah, the, you and yeah. I, we, we didn't get to finish it, but right, we played that, that on definitely BGA. worker placement, right? Yes, 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 I do, I do enjoy that. Um, yeah, there was, I thought there was another one I played that was kind of like that, and really, I think Wingspan. You're not placing a worker per se, but you're putting cubes in certain areas to do an action or whatever. So um, it, I, I, I don't know if it's a, would be considered that, but I, it, it still has that kind of for me that mechanic of I'm taking a, I'm taking my cube, I'm taking my turn, I'm putting it like on the bird feeder, I'm putting it on dry, getting new cards, or because I'm putting it on the board somewhere to do an action or to get something like food or, and so it's kind of like with like Lords of Waterdeep, um, I'm putting it, I need two, two rogues per se. Well, we'll use the good terms. Give me the two black cubes. Well, 
you know, I'm putting my worker um, there to get those. So I found that to be, and then you're sitting there and like, you know, you see your spot open. You're like, I know what I'm going to do next. And then the jerk next to you takes it. And you're like, no, (laughs) I'm going to kill you. (laughs) Yes. But I, I do like that mechanic. Um, I think that's uh, very interesting. Okay. Here's one. I have no freaking clue. 18 XX. Uh, this is typically called a train game. Uh, okay. It's set in the 1800s for the most part. I think one okay. of the most popular ones is probably, or the best entry level one is like 1830 or 1860. But anyway, they are basically like, uh, think of them as like money games maybe it's <laughs> a good way to put it i am probably totally butchering this but um it's very much like just financial growing a railroad expanding it's more of a hardcore game i would say that okay it's probably you know medium to advanced with what 1830 i think is like one of the best entry level ones that's not as hardcore okay that's an easy one that makes sense all right how about polynomial polynomial what are you getting into geography here (laughs) i have heard this one so many times and i was like what are they talking about (laughs) did i say it wrong that was a joke by the way (laughs) polynomial has to do with numbers not shapes um i don't know what you what you what you mean by this i'm not familiar are you sure this is the right thing i pretty sure that's what i have heard um i listened to um maybe it's poly oh maybe polyominal maybe that's what oh i think i know what oh. you're probably talking about um there's a bunch of games that deal with tetris shapes patchwork is one of them they list that one as a poly polyominal okay so yeah i said it wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay, so Tetris shaped yeah. type of games are yeah. okay. Well, so far, so I've played one by the Patchwork, and it's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah. Polyamino is just your typical what L-shaped squares, straights, you know, different bends in them and stuff like that. Uh, there's a whole slew of games that use these. Um, most people probably just say a Tetris style game. I mean, not, it's not like Tetris, <laughs> but use, just uses the shapes. Okay. Yeah. There's, All there's right. a whole ton of them. Fits, Amerigo, Patchwork. Okay, cool. There's, it's, it's crazy. Okay. So I know the next one I've been introduced to it, flip and write. Um, so uh, welcome to, this a flip and write. Uh, flipping the cards and then using you write down what you're using on your i guess on your 
paper. So I got that correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then obviously rolling, right? As you roll dice and then you write down. So Yahtzee would be a perfect rolling, right? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 4X. I heard this one just the other day for the first time and I've never heard it anywhere else, but. Yeah. This, um, it's got board games. There's even some like 4X video games too, but, uh, it's basically 4X and then each adds four X's, I guess. Um, it's like exploit, exterminate, expand. Did I say explore? No. Explore, expand. Exploit and exterminate, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it is. So it's basically, you know, you're expanding, exploring, um, exploiting for resources and exterminate fighting or something like that. So there's, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of like video games along those lines. Uh, like I think civilization games are like that, right? The Civ series. Okay. Right. So you're, you know, expanding, exploring and all that. And there's a lot of, um, space ones that do that i think there's some warhammer ones for example i'm sure you played them to some degree some of them tend to be a little dry yeah um but yeah it so the there's this analog to that in the board game world where it's just basically the same thing like like there's this one that I've got from GMT and I can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now. It's like a really popular one. There's another one called Eclipse, which I think just got a remake recently. That one I believe classifies as one, but yeah, it's, they, they tend to be heavier games as well. So it's not really like an entry level thing, although they might have like lighter versions of them. Okay. Um, area control. Okay. Uh, area control is where you try to control an area. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Is is that a good one? Would this, would this qualify for like ticket to ride? Cause like you're controlling train lines or is it more of like risk where you're taking over countries and, more yeah, like risk. I think that's a better um, way to look at it, right? Your or axes and allies, maybe to use the old school games, where you're basically taking over an area, and you could potentially lose it, right? Right. And you're trying to hold that area and expand. I personally, I don't like these. <laughs> that much <laughs> um that's just my thing i i don't like fighting i'm a i'm a, I'm a lover not a hater i guess right <laughs> sure right but, uh, yeah area controller one of my least favorite style games for some reason but uh yeah that's what it's all about I don't, I don't know. Okay. I can't really come up with a good example for one. Um, Game of Thrones, the huge old school 
board game. That's definitely one. Um, okay. Let's see. Probably Kingdom Builder is another one. I don't know. Uh, what about trick taking? So these are usually card games where, um, you know, there's some kind of trick and you take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there's an area and you control it. <laughs> no, but yeah. So like, a trick, I think, is, I think it's like a round, right? Like uh, you play like, like there's what hands or rounds that you play in uh, in card games, and that's also I. I might be butchering this, but it's like you you play a, a round of a card game, and then there's like a jackpot that you get. Oh, and, uh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. I think, I think I get that, that I'm trying to think of something I might've played that would fit into there, but I think I know what you're kind of getting at. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. If, I, I don't think I have like a really good explanation for it, but that's like the gist of it. So I don't know what like trick taking games you might have played. You should know. Come on, tell me. <laughs> that's all right. Um, Anyway, drafting. I think I understand this one. Um, I'm going to make an assumption like, okay. like Magic the Gathering. Sometimes you do a draft. Sure. Yep. Um, where you are like picking cards to to start with. Like, so you kind of go into the game and you you don't know. So in other words, like. Magic can also be like, here's my deck already built, but I know there's times where they come in and they're like doing a draft where I think they just open, you open packs and then you build your deck based off of that because you're drafting from the, what you have, um, not what you've already pre-built. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that so like, yeah. So like drafting, it's, it's a mechanism in, in a whole bunch of games to a point of where like, like you and I might be playing a game and then each of us have like four cards in our, in our hands. And we look at the four cards and we take one of them and we keep it. And then we pass the other three to each other. So like you give me the three cards that you had left over and I give you mine. Then I look at the ones that you just gave me and I take one and then we swap again. So it's like, you're just choosing like one card at a time or you're choosing a, a certain amount of cards or whatever the item is at a time and you're building your hand. 
or your or okay. your resources or whatever. And I, I just I just came up with something. So you know that with that thing with the trick taking, do you ever play hearts? Yeah. So that is a trick taking game, sort of. But you're actually avoiding it. If that makes sense. Right. So, you're trying to get someone else to take it. So Yeah, yeah. So okay. sometimes you can't you want to take like the jackpot. Other times you want to take that. <laughs> I, I jumped the shark or whatever. Yeah, no, you, but did. You, you might want to give it to somebody else. But but anyway, okay. okay. So So then you you answered the take that. Um so then my last one is what is a tableau? Oh, so yeah, take that is what we can call mean games. And there's a lot of people that have problems with these. Um apparently and I've never seen this personally, but I guess uh you know partners spouses or whatever this can like <laughs> lead to you're sleeping on the sofa tonight <laughs> or people get like really upset at each other it's just a game come on yeah but uh but yeah take that is where games are mean where you're basically like doing stuff to negatively affect other people i mean you can argue like uno is a take that game like every time you skip somebody or um isn't there like a draw card or something like that where you can make somebody draw a card i, I forget what it is but i haven't played uno in a while but uh yeah that that is a take that game and then what'd you say what was this a tableau yeah yeah tableau is where you basically you know have a whole bunch of cards like in front of you or um Or something. I guess it it can. It doesn't need to be cards. Probably it can be other things. But it's it's just you know splayed out in front of you. Like you like um, like in Splendor, the market I think is could be considered a tableau. And you're also like when you buy the cards from the market, that's you're building your own tableau which is okay. gener which is generating your gems which is okay. creating your engine builder <laughs> hey how about that <laughs> your tableau <laughs> is your engine builder well how about it <laughs> yeah all anyway. right well, i know there's a bunch probably a million more but i appreciate that because you know someone newer to the hobby and hearing all these things it's like mm -hmm. hi what are you talking about so that really helps a lot of these yeah. like now they make sense so now i can be like hey tell my daughter go pick out a, an asymmetrical game she'd be like huh oh. and i can <laughs> i can act smart just grab villainous would you <laughs> give me a, a two-player engine builder <laughs> yeah there you go a blow game yeah cool oh, very cool then uh yeah w one thing I, I wanted to talk about uh which i was thinking while while we were talking about this was uh i wasn't sure if i was going to talk about it later next time or, or now i'll just bring it up right now so i picked up that city 
I picked up the city collection. I know I've talked about this, I think the last two shows. Um, so it came from queen games and that's the remakes of, of like Bruges, Macau. Um, it's a new game. It's what Hamburg, New York city, Amsterdam and Marrakesh uh-huh. is, is the new games. So, uh, this past week I went through the long process of punching and organizing the games. And I don't know if you've got any thoughts on this, but that's, I love doing that. Just I'll sit there, I'll open up the game, you know, kind of look at everything, how many sheets are in there, look at the card packs and stuff like that. And then just sit there and like punch everything out. And hopefully it's got a nice little insert. And I try uh-huh. to figure out where everything goes. Do you ever do, do you do you enjoy that at all? Yes, I no? do. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, my kids will start to get something, you know, start to open. I'll be like, stop it. <laughs> or they'll I'll be putting it out and they'll grab like to help me. And I'm like, no, smack in their hand, get out of there. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> exactly. This is mine. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just you know, you sit there and it took me probably at least an hour. About 45 minutes to an hour to do each one. And uh, it was, uh, it's soothing. It's uh, relaxing, kind of. You sit there and you punch out, you make your little stacks. The one maddening thing with some games is where they have the inserts and they don't tell you where everything goes. Oh, yeah. I really don't like that. Actually, one of the first games that had a nice insert was actually um, Lords of Waterdeep. And uh, I want to say that I want, I thought that one actually comes already pre-punched. There's some mm, games that come pre-punched and they're already it's in not. the art. Oh, it's not? Yeah, okay. it's not pre-punched. So, but I think it has, uh, I didn't really, I just kind of took the wrapping off, mm-hmm. um, kind of started to open it, but then I was like, I don't have time to do this. And so I didn't really yeah. look at it, but it looked like there was a, uh, just a plastic insert, but it looked like it had stuff, you know, places for everything. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got the original version of it. I don't know if it's changed any, but some of the things actually don't fit in there that great, which is annoying, but, but anyway, yeah. So with um, the city collection, they came with this, these really nice uh, inserts. I think they're game trays uh, by the looks of them. And uh, they came with, uh, this two-sided color sheet, which actually shows you how everything goes together, where everything goes. So it's like, nice. thank you. Thank you for going through <laughs> that and actually doing that. Because I'll usually, I'll look for that extra sheet to see if, if they show where to put everything. And it's like, okay, okay, there's nothing here. Then look in the first couple pages of the uh, instruction manual, the rule book, see if it's in there. Sometimes they'll have, before you play it, you know, punch all your pieces and, you know, put them, you know, put them in, in the following spots or it'll be like on the last page, but some games don't have that. So annoying. Come on, just do the one sheet, the one sheet. And then the, the last resort is always go to BGG and look at the images. Usually somebody will go through the trouble of, 
of figuring that out and they'll take a picture and post it on BGG. So you can use that as a guide because while I like punching and organizing, I do not like trying to find a home for everything. If that makes (laughs) sense. I just want to know where it goes and put it there. I don't want to find like all the four different places on here that that's that this piece fits in and just to find out, Oh, this is too small. Okay. It needs to go to this one, which is like a bigger, it holds more pieces. Oh, that one doesn't fit either. Okay. No, that one needs to go here. That one needs no, 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 no. I just want the nice clear picture, but yeah. But yeah. It's, it's, it's cool that, that you enjoy that too. That's that's a fairly common thing for in the hobby, I guess, to, uh, to go through that. I, granted and i know we talked about sleeving i don't like sleeving i hate sleeving but yeah but this is different (laughs) so i don't do i've i've decided i'm pretty much not gonna sleeve unless it's something like the like the star wars deck build i'm like we're probably gonna play this a lot Mm -hmm. then then let's sleeve it but other than that nah i'm 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 nah (laughs) yeah Villainous, exactly. forget it. There's like eight thousand cards, no way. And then they yeah. don't fit in the box after you sleeve them. Yeah, that is very so, annoying. That is really annoying. Granted, this is coming from the guy who's got probably eight expansions for Dominion, and all those cards are sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's oh. like hundreds and hundreds of cards. And Dominion is a really good game, by the way. It's a deck builder. It's a classic. And I think they just came out with like second edition of a couple of the packs. So if, if you're interested in ever checking it out, make sure you get the second edition. Okay. But, but anyway, yeah, I just wanted to m- mention that uh, I had a great time going through all of those. Actually, I'm looking at them right now, all tidy in their boxes. And oh, and uh, I, I did want to mention that. All of the games actually came with box sleeves. Do you know what I'm talking about? So it's like you have the box and then the box slides into this um, sleeve that kind of holds it closed. So it's like it, it slides in and then it's got like a top, bottom, left and right, but then the front and the back pieces are open that's where you slide it oh okay. but the, the nice thing so there's been a couple of games that have had these that i've gotten as kickstarters and i've always found them annoying but with these i actually appreciate it because there's a lot of crap inside the boxes and you don't want it to move because when you put boxes vertically on a shelf they eventually do like um just by sitting there the box is like open if that makes sense, like the lid comes off and all your crap falls out. Well, it doesn't fall out, but it like falls out of its places inside the box. Like uh, I've got a copy of uh, Takenoko, which is pretty cool, like panda game. (laughs) It's it's such a horrible description. Sorry. But uh, um. (laughs) I just saw an email. Um, <laughs> I just had a laugh. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
it's like every time I look at the box, it's like the box has opened like a centimeter and then like all the stuff falls out of its little plastic insert trays and it all like slides down. So then, you know, I put the box flat, I reorganize everything, I close it, I put it back and then repeat. I've got uh, my Splendor box, like everything... I, and I was looking at this the other day. My daughter and I was was looking at it too. Like everything is in its spot. Nothing is sticking above the box lid, but the lid doesn't go all the way down. Yeah. Like I'm like, why? <laughs> like, what is yeah. wrong? It drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so oh, well. You, you so you probably love the box for. Um, Oh man, what's that game? I'm drawing a blank right now. It's the Skullport game. Lords of Water. Oh, the Lords of the Waterdeep. Yeah. That works, but Gloomhaven, uh, Jaws of the Lion doesn't close. That annoys me. And that but, was uh, that was popped even to begin with. Mm-hmm. When yeah. it shipped that way, it wasn't. And then even I'm like, okay, you, you punched everything out, you put everything in there, and there's so much stuff in there, it still won't close. Yeah. But the box. I need to put it on the bottom shelf so I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, there I'm you looking go. at it right now. I'm like, I need to move that box well, so I can't yeah, you see definitely, it. Yeah, you don't definitely don't want that on, a, on the high shelf. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the oh, uh, Lord's Waterdeep box, it's like a two thirds lid. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah. Just like the, the metal. But it's boxes. easy to open, though. Oh, I don't get yeah. me started on tins. If I ever find yeah. Forbidden Desert, Forbidden Island in a box, I'm throwing these tins out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a business opportunity. <laughs> Replacement you boxes for there your you tins. <laughs> I bet yeah. someone already does that. <laughs> they probably already do. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or it's probably the people that actually gave up on boxes and they put all of their games in Ziploc bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh you can fit everything in the two gallon ones i'm sure anyway. yep anyway so so go ahead i was gonna say we're about hour 15 and how much uh we want to cover before we call it a shoe i know we're um, close to our limit here yeah, so just um did you get anything new to to the shelf this week? Uh yeah, I only got No, I got a couple things. So I got um the Terraforming Mars collector's edition and the <laughs> oh, expansion yeah. for um was it? I forgot the name of it. It's the Aries something. Oh, it was on Kickstarter. Yeah. It was on Kickstarter yeah. a while ago, and you could get the collector's edition of the base game as part of it. So I got it, and I forgot that I ordered Aries the collector's expedition. edition. Yeah, and I forgot that I ordered the the collector's edition, and then a couple months ago, I actually bought the uh, Ares Expedition on its own, the card game. <laughs> So I'll bring, 
I'll bring that uh, my old copy over to Gen Con. I'll give it to you. How about that? I, I told you, you I have pay, it. but I, I no, I don't have it. No. Yeah, yeah, you can nope. just have it. I don't care. What so, make me pay shipping? No. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, you have to pay delivery charge. <laughs> my gas to drive down to Indy. There, yeah, there yeah. you go. You're like, heck no. I'll, I'll buy four <laughs> copies of the game and for the amount, <laughs> that amount of money that'll cost you to drive down there. Yeah, no kidding. But no, I got those so, two, and they actually sent some kind of demo game. It's this little box of cards. I haven't even looked at it yet. And then uh, I just picked up uh, Joan of Arc. Okay. And what what is I, that? It's a um, it's a draw and write. Oh, you got to be set, able to draw. Yeah, it's a draw and write set in the Orleans universe. Uh, Orleans is a really good game. I really enjoy it. So when I saw that this was coming out, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." You know, I I love our Orleans. Uh, great game, by the way. If you see it, snag it. And then, um, you know, here's a Roland Wright version of that. And it's in a big box, you know, so it's like in a full-size box, what I would call not ticket to ride size, but one of the more rectangular boxes instead of square. And uh, so it's a fairly sizable game. It's got a big pad inside uh, to play with. I was hoping to get it... uh, out earlier today and uh just play it solo but that never happened or too much other stuff to do and um i'll probably get it in the next couple of days over here but uh yeah i, I picked that up as well and i th- i think that's it yeah i'm okay. pretty sure that's it. how about you well i, I mentioned a bunch uh patchwork mm-hmm. lords of Waterdeep, um jaipur and, and two versions of patchwork right yes patchworks so patchworks i got like the original game and then i got like the american oh what's it called the americana edition which i think it's the exact same game it just changes the colors of the tiles to be like americana you know it, it just looked right. kind of cool yeah, um, yeah. and then um i did also like pick up halloween and they got i think valentine's and there's like so yeah many yeah. yeah i'm not gonna go down that i'll just get these two and call it good but um where i can't do that as i did pick up the i was missing one azul game oh, <laughs> so yeah. i picked up the stained glass of sintra <laughs> so oh, i now have them good. all nice and um yeah oh that one when i was pulling that one out man i was like dude check this out look at these like the the, the tiles are like clear and mm-hmm. they, they look so cool like i really dig their the look of the, the tiles but that was another one where i had a problem with the box like getting everything put away so that it was closed correctly. And yeah, uh, yeah. I don't like like the way that I had to put everything back. Um, previous games were a little bit better in the Azul series. Mm-hmm. This one was like, yeah. you could have made a little more room here. But um, I haven't played it yet, but I'm looking forward to, to trying that one out. So those are oh, new to my shelf. I, I meant to mention this to you. I saw while well, I was looking at some pre-orders the other day that they're coming out with like a mini version of, of Azul. Oh, jeez. 
<sighs> I don't need any more versions of this because I have to have them. <laughs> the Except the chocolate. The I'm not buying the chocolate edition. Yeah. No yeah. way. <laughs> I draw the line there. <laughs> that one's a pass for me too. No interest. <laughs> so, but I need all the others. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know how it goes. But yeah, this um, is, I guess, just a mini version. Maybe like uh, a travel version. Yeah, I, I don't need I, that. I don't know how so. small it is, but. I'll, I'll I'll do I I'll do my best to pass until yeah. I see it at Gen Con. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I'm like, really scared about going there because it's um. I'll go through these like, okay, don't buy anything, and then like, I'll buy. All of a sudden, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, just start buying stuff, and then it's like, no, oh, I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, I, I'm kind of worried. I don't know if I can control myself for four straight days. <laughs> so we'll I would see. say I might, I might rely on you, Rob, here's my wallet. Hold on to it. Don't give it to me. No matter what I say. <laughs> and I'm like money. <laughs> and then I walk up and I just click my watch, <laughs> pay for yeah. it with my watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, forgot about that. <laughs> no. And then you get, yeah, who needs a wallet? Like you give me your wallet, then all of a sudden you start getting the credit card alerts. <laughs> Transaction. <laughs> Transaction. No, large purchase. Even, yeah. <laughs> large purchase. Deny, deny, deny. No, approved, approved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, did you get, well, you didn't play your Shelf of Shame game. No, I didn't. It's um, still on there. I did. Okay. I did. So I think I've cleared two now while you've still had this one sitting there. So now the pressure's on. You got two weeks. But I, I thrown another one on. I'm gonna try out um unmatched Little Red Riding Hood versus Beowulf. So okay. that's gonna be my next one to play in the next couple of weeks. See if I can see what I think of that. Um and then the last thing, um uh I did <laughs> I got two more Kickstarters. Um, I, I did uh, Doomlings Overlush is new. It's actually running right now. Uh, if you like Doomlings, they've got um, a new expansion basically coming. Um, it's going to be expensive if you want everything. Um, but uh, I'm I'm withdrawing. I'm holding myself. I'm still spending quite a bit, but not not going all in on it. There's just stuff I don't need. Um, and then I forgot about another one I did just recently. It's called What's That One? It's like a card trivia game. So um, I've added both of those to my Kickstarter. And um, I messaged you, Rob, uh, this week because both of us have on our games we want, we have Flamecraft. And I got an alert that one of the store online stores had some in stock. So I put the order in, I messaged you, and I know by the time you got it that they were gone. <laughs> so yeah. So maybe uh, if you don't have it by Gen Con, maybe I'll bring my copy with and we can play. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No. Of course, they um, might have them there. You can probably buy it there, too. Yeah, they might. So, I shouldn't yeah. bring games with me when I'm probably going to bring a bunch back. So well, that probably is not a smart move. I usually do wind up bringing some games just because. But then again, it's easier for me because I drive. Yeah. And I have a big truck. <laughs> <laughs> which yep. helps too. But uh, I usually do wind up bringing some things just because it's like, you never know what you'll be able to buy because sometimes things sell out super fast. Right. There and, you, and you just can't get them. And then it's a good opportunity to get some games that 
you don't get a chance to play. Yeah. It's like you can find willing participants down there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking at my Kickstarters. Actually, I don't think that I have any open Kickstarters right now. It's like for the first time in a long, long time. I mean, I've got stuff that's, you know, I'm waiting to receive still, but I don't think I have any that I recently backed. The most recent thing that I backed was uh, games uh, five and six in the Stefan Feld City Collection. Oh, that's done. <laughs> but yeah. Actually, there's quite a few things I haven't gotten. Yeah, one thing that I was thinking about uh, the other day is there's a couple that are like print and play that I've uh, gotten, and it's like you don't know. It's like you get the PDF files, and then I forget about it. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you'll have to remember and try one out. Yeah. So that I guess that that's I guess that's not on your shelf of shame because it doesn't go on your shelf, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's on your file folder of shame. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Along um, with the other uh print and plays that I had never printed. It's like <laughs> here's here's uh early access to the print and play for this game that you'll get in a year. It's like, oh, great. You know, I can print this out and no. I'll just wait. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like, I know some of these, like you can read the rule book and it's like, well, they might change by time it gets here. And I'm, I'm certainly not going to remember yeah. the rules by time it arrives, you know? So I don't even read the rules. Um, I just like, yep, this looks interesting and uh, I'm going to just go for it. So. Most of the stuff I do is pretty small. I, I I don't like to risk a lot, but um a couple lately are getting up there. So but again, it's like the um Doomlings is a game that okay, these guys put one out. I you know it's coming out. And it's like I'm just getting in early to get some of the the bonuses. So some of the add-ons that I that I think what I would like. Not the plushies, but if you like Doomlings and you want a plushie, they they've got plushies now for their Doomlings, so you can get those too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so check it out. So, but that's it. That's that's all I want. I guess that's it for me. Me as well. Oh, and that was Ares Expedition Expansions, Discovery, Foundations, and Crisis, along with the pimped out base game. Oh, wow, they can fit in the box. Large Kickstarter exclusive box holds the base game and the expansions. I totally even forgot about that. Ah, there you anyway. go. <sighs> All right. All right. So is that it? We That's good it. For... All right. Yeah, hour and a half. I think this is one of our... Uh, Longer shows that we that we've done. It was so long. I bought two games while we were talking. 
<laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> well, I sent you the proof. I sent you the image in your email. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only uh, know it's true if you deliver them to my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, they're arriving Wednesday. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll expect them on Wednesday. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I just hope they don't come UPS. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't even get me started. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> no, Not a me fan. either. Yeah. Hey, I don't know what's wrong with that company, man, but they have gone downhill. At this point, I would rather get a package by the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I could... I, I, it's a tough, it's a really tough on those two. I, to me, they are the same. They're at the bottom. Yeah. They are absolutely. in the gutter. Oh like, man. Like at one time you sent me that letter and it showed up like two weeks later and <laughs> yeah. it went to Florida in like two days. <laughs> yep. Right? Yep. Gotta love it. Jeez. Oh, All right. Oh. So that's it for episode 44. Um, so uh, my name is Rob. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. And I'm Mark. We'll see you at the table.